0: Daniel chapter 4, and we're in verse 19. We missed a um, kind of a, a big anniversary a couple of weeks ago, and if, and if you were, were thinking of it and, and, and wanted me to mention it, I, I apologize that it slipped by. But October 14th uh, of, two th- of 2020 was the 8th anniversary of what? Okay, I thought it was a big anniversary, but maybe maybe not. October 14th, 2012. And I'll tell you the name and then you can, it'll, I'm sure it'll just, you'll remember right off. Felix Baumgartner. Remember Remember Felix? Okay. Well, man, I was trying. I just knew that one was going to work. October 14th, 2012, Felix Baumgarten, an Austrian, not Australian, but Austrian in in Europe, set the record for the highest parachute skydiving uh, event. And he's still alive. He set the, he set the record. 128,000 feet. He went up in a hot air balloon and then he, he, he jumped out. He, he, he set a record for that, but he also set a record for being the first parachutist to break the sound barrier as he was falling to the earth. It took him... <laughs> <He's squinting. laughs> Not that sound barrier. <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> it it took him about twenty minutes to descend from that high up. And I had read h- how many miles it was, but this little thing that I've got, I think it was twenty-four miles that he and he went up in a hot air balloon and then and then the balloon actually landed later than than he did. They somehow it, it came down. Today now it's like what in the world does this have to do? Today we're going to continue this account of a fall that's even greater than that one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar is going to fall, maybe not literally further, but metaphorically f- farther, further, farther and Maybe faster in some to some degree than 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 Felix. We left off in verse 19 last week. Let's let's start reading there. Then Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, was dismayed for a while, and his thoughts alarmed him. The king answered and said, Belteshazzar, let not the dream or the interpretation alarm you. Belteshazzar answered and said. My Lord, may the dream be for those who hate you and its interpretation for your enemies. The tree you saw, which grew and became strong, so that its top reached to heaven, and it was visible to the end of the whole earth, whose leaves were beautiful and its fruit abundant, and in which was food for all, under which beasts of the field found shade, and in whose branches the birds of the heaven lived, it is you." O king, you have grown and become strong. Your greatness has grown and reaches to heaven, and your dominion to the ends of the earth. And because the king saw a watcher, a holy one, coming down from heaven and saying, Chop down the tree and destroy it, but leave the stump of its roots in the earth, bound with a band of iron and bronze in the tender grass of the field, and let him be wet with the dew of heaven, and let his portion be with the beasts of the field till seven periods of time pass over him, this is the the interpretation, O king." And as it was commanded to lead the stump of the root, roots of the tree, your kingdom shall be confirmed for you from the time that you know that heaven rules. Therefore, O king, let my counsel be acceptable to you. Break off your sins by practicing righteousness and your iniquities by showing mercy to the oppressed, that there may, may perhaps be a lengthening of your prosperity." The the passage that that we're looking at is is verse nineteen. Obviously, it's in the middle of the chapter. We've 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 uh, it's we've already previously learned that Nebuchadnezzar had another dream, a dream that that God gave him, put in his in his mind. When he when he had the dream and was troubled by the dream, he he did the same old thing. He called the Chaldeans, the astrologers, the wise men of Babylon, asked them to come in and interpret the dream. This time as, as, uh, as opposed to or opposite of what he did in, in chapter 2, he actually told them the dream. They still could not or would not or did not tell him the, the interpretation. Finally, he called in Daniel. And the, the account is, is written... Daniel's probably the, the scribe writing this down, but it's from Nebuchadnezzar's perspective that he's retelling the story. So we either have a, a, an account from a very new believer, his testimony, if you will, or an account from an unbeliever. I, my conclusion is that in the end, Nebuchadnezzar becomes a believer, a true believer in the, the, the God of Israel. Anyhow, so it takes up there in, in, in verse 19, after Nebuchadnezzar has told Daniel the dream and Daniel recounted it, that the dream that Nebuchadnezzar dreamed of this this large tree, it was strong, its top reached to heaven, its leaves were beautiful, its fruit abundant, all the beasts of the field, the birds of the eye, they all found uh, refuge there and food uh, and shelter there. And then Daniel tells him, that tree is you. But notice before he, he tells him the tree is you, he he. He paused. He said, "Daniel was dismayed for a while. That 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 he was. What what other words do, do your translations say? Verse verse nineteen. Daniel was dismayed. His thoughts alarmed him. He was, perplexed. He was perplexed, terrified, astonished. astonished. Remember, Nebuchadnezzar was terrified when he dreamed this dream." And, and now Daniel is, is pretty much in the same situation. He's, he's terrified. Why? He says, Don't, the king even has to prompt him to, to tell him the interpretation. He says, Don't let the dream or the inter- interpretation alarm you. And Daniel's ob- obviously visibly shaken by what he's heard and what he knows this this to mean. And, and Nebuchadnezzar just, just prompts him, says, it's okay, don't, don't be alarmed. Tell me the, the interpretation. And Daniel begins by saying, well, I wish this was for your enemies, but it's for you. And then he says that the tree is, is you. So far, so good, right? But Nebuchadnezzar knows already knows what's going to happen to the tree, so and, and Daniel does too. So he 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 goes on and he and he 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 repeats this dream again, probably just to let Nebuchadnezzar know that okay, I'm not leaving anything out. This is exactly how you how you uh, described it, and it's and it's all uh, all all the same. The interpretation is is basically point for point. You saw the tree, it became strong, this is you. Your, your tree was uh, fruitful, beasts of the field, birds in the sky, lived in it, meaning that he provided for, the, just the, his whole kingdom was, was under the protection and security of this tree, but he says now, are coming soon, decree of the most high God is that tree is gonna be chopped down. Now just consider what it means chopped down. I mean how could it how how could that tree be eliminated? Okay. Lightning could strike that tree, right? And it's and it just and it just happened, even though, you know, we'd say God was in control of the lightning, or, or it could just get old and could get diseased. It could become old and and just you know fall down on its own. But the it just the act of chopping a tree down is what. It's it's, well, to get rid of it, somebody had to do it. It's, it's planned, it's, it's um, what's the other word I'm, I'm searching for? It's intentional. Get rid of the tree intentionally, or maybe it's the other way around. Intentionally get rid of the tree, but it's, but it's, it's, it's something that is planned, intentional, uh, thought out, and so Daniel's saying it's in your future, that your kingdom is going to be removed. You're, you're going to be chopped down. But what? Leave the stump. You know, that the tree's going to be chopped down, but they're not going to come in with one of those stump grinders and grind it all up and turn it into mulch. It's going to, the stump is still going to be there. And, and what else is going to be there in, in, in addition to the stump? <laughs> Okay, the roots. The banding, that holds, the banding that holds it in. Someone asked me last week, what about the banding, you know, after class, you know, that holds it in? Yeah. It's like, well, it, it kind of slipped by me. I, I I didn't really think about it. What is the banding that holds it in? Or, or what does that, think that symbolizes anything? Um Yeah, it said a band of iron and bronze around it. It could be a protection, symbolizing the protection that the king's going to have during that time period when he can't take care of himself. I think that's exactly what it is that it's God's protection. So, who is chopping down the tree? I mean, we know God is chopping down the tree. God is going to remove Nebuchadnezzar from being king, but he's going to leave his roots so that that tree might grow again. He's going to also protect him with, with this band of iron and bronze, these defensive metals that they would have made shields and even offensive spears and things, but that, that it's going to be protected and it's, and it's going to be in the tender grass where it's located. It's not going to be in the midst of a bunch of mesquite trees that are just going to take over this or a bunch of, you know, cactuses or is it cactuses or cacti, but it's, you know, it's not, it's going to be in with tender grass. It's going to be protected. Even even the things around it are going to protect it. He's saying, This this is you. His people are still
1: gonna respect him and stand up for him, I guess.
0: Well, I, I think they do because normally if the king turns his back for a minute, somebody could you know try to depose him, you know, stick a knife in his back, do do any any number of things. Now we see that, and, and what's going to happen? The tree's going to be cut down. What's, what's going to, um, all of a sudden, it, the, the, the pronoun changes from it to he. And he's saying, You're going to be driven out from among men. Your dwelling place is going to be with the beasts of the field, and you're going to ma- be made to eat grass like an ox for seven periods of time. That could be seven years. I mean, a lot of commentators, scholars say seven years but but it's also seven is a number of completion perfection that it's god's time frame you know his hair's probably not going to grow that much in seven days or weeks or maybe even months some people's hair would grow a lot so you know some people's hair is not going to grow a whole lot in seven years but you know he or his fingernails and all this but until that time of completion that God has 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 designated and set for you to 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 go through this all of this is going to happen your king but there's this hope that your kingdom will be restored to you and then this this other Verse 27, Daniel was was terrified, perplexed, astonished, dismayed, alarmed at telling Nebuchadnezzar the dream, the interpretation of the dream, but then after he does it, what what else does he do? He goes a step beyond that. He's, he's, He's not intimidated He's obviously fond of of Nebuchadnezzar and concerned with Nebuchadnezzar. In verse twenty seven, he says, "Let my counsel be acceptable to you. Break off your sins by practicing righteous, righteousness, and your iniquity by showing mercy to the oppressed, that there may perhaps be a lengthening of your prosperity." That that Daniel says, "It's not too late. You you can repent now. And and." Perhaps this won't happen, you know. He's he he's he's giving Nebuchadnezzar um, Words of encouragement. encouragement, but also it's an, an invitation to to you know repent, turn from from your 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 wickedness, and 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 maybe these things won't won't happen. Okay, verse twenty eight. So Daniel has given Nebuchadnezzar the the interpretation, and and it's. We don't really see right there Nebuchadnezzar's response, do we? No, I'm sure we don't. Verse 28, all this came upon Nebuchadnezzar. At the end of 12 months, he was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon. And the king answered and said, is not this great Babylon, which I have built by my power as a royal residence, For the glory of my majesty. While the words were still in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven. Immediately, the word was fulfilled against Nebuchadnezzar. He was driven from among men and ate grass like an ox. His body was wet with the dew of heaven, till his hair fl- grew as long as eagle feathers and his nails like bird- birds' claws. Nebuchadnezzar has fallen, you know, farther, metaphorically speaking, than, than Felix Baumgarten, faster, that, that he just. As soon as he said it, 12 months later. So, so Nebuchadnezzar got this warning. Is was this a warning from from God? Ian Duguid says that God fired a shot across his bow. He gave he he fired a warning shot with this uh, with with this dream, and then Daniel told him what was going to happen. That that he 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 was he was warned that. This is what the, if you keep living like you're living, this is what's going to happen. Do we ever get warning shots? It could be like, well, it could be any number of things. You just think of your own. Um, What is a warning shot, though? Not, not, don't, don't tell me one like, high blood pressure or something like that means that you got to quit eating fried chicken and, and, and those sort of things. But what is the purpose? What, is, what does it demonstrate to us if we get this warning shot? That God's protecting, it's, it's by the mercy of God that he, that he shows us that, tells us that, gives us that, that heads up or, 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 or that, hey, buddy, wake up. Nebuchadnezzar has this and then how long does he um, neglect it? A a year, 12 months. So the day after Daniel tells Nebuchadnezzar that you got a chance, repent, practice righteousness, have mercy on 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 the oppressed. The next day, what do you think he was thinking about? It's like, okay, I got to start, you know. Well, maybe this afternoon. And then the next day, it's a little further from his mind and a further and further. Twelve months later, it's probably moved from the front of his brain way back in the back. And it's just he barely remembers all of that. Nothing's happened. God told me this was going to happen. But, yeah, I guess that was just, you know. It just, it passed. Maybe, maybe I have been more friendly and righteous and not oppressed as many people. And so he's walking on the roof of his palace. And we've talked about all the great things that Nebuchadnezzar had done, this, the, the great city walls that you could drive. They could race chariots up on top. They were so big. The, the, the Ishtar Gate that, that had all of these um, uh, ornate, Sculpt uh, sculptures, yeah, carvings, engravings of, of animals. The Hanging Gardens that was literally a mountain that they had Nebuchadnezzar had built for his wife from from uh, Media. The mountains of Iran moved to the plains of of Iraq. It's like, oh, I want you to feel at home. So he built her her own little mountain within the city walls and just the just the extravagant uh, city that he built. And, and what does he say? He's up there walking. My grandson has started walking like this with his hands behind his back. And they call it, Sidney and Grant say it's his coach walk. Like, you know, and and, you, and, and I thought, well, that's pretty good that you see coaches walking up and down the sideline like this. Um, And Clink, Colonel Clink walks like that. So just, you, you picture him and he's just looking out and he's, and he's what? He's, he's, he's content. Remember, verse 4 said he was at ease in his palace, his house. He was prospering. And now 12 months later, he's totally put that dream and interpretation out of his mind. He's like, and what does he, what does he do? that he's built. And who does he attribute all of this to? Self. Be me. Look what I've done. Look what I've made. This great Babylon, it's a testimony to my mighty power and, and, and I built it for the glory of my majesty. Verse 31 is one of those, just, you know it's coming. <laughs> you, you know it's coming. While the words were still in his mouth, a voice from heaven came. I mean, this is it's probably not the first time somebody's put their foot in their mouth, in you know, even even in the biblical record, but it's it's definitely one of the one of the biggies of foot right in mouth, and while he was he was speaking, a voice came from heaven that the kingdom has departed from you, and he was driven out. He 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 went. Uh, he he went he he became ma- mad that that he thought he was uh, an, an an animal. There's been many diagnoses of, of what it is. There's boanthropy, somebody thinking that they're a cow, uh, which which it seems like that. But the I think the main point is it's divine judgment on Nebuchadnezzar that that's the important thing to know, not exactly what his clinical diagnosis would be, but that it was, that it was clearly a divine judgment. And so he's, 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 it, it happened immediately. The word is fulfilled that what God said was going to happen, happened. Verse 34, at the end of the day, so after the seven periods of time, whether that's years or, or months, but at the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven and my reason returned to me and I blessed the Most High and praised and honored him who lives forever. For his dominion is an everlasting dominion and his kingdom endures from generation to generation. All, all the inhabitants of the earth Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of Heaven for all his works are right, his ways are just, and those who walk in pride, he is able to humble. I think he got it. I mean, it it would almost be sad if he didn't get it. If if you're if you become a wild beast and you're just out living in the pasture eating grass and and just standing there with lightning striking and rain and the, the dew. You know, this morning, it's one of those days when you're driving somewhere. I have to roll the windows down to look when I get to a corner to see if anything's coming because there's so much, uh, you know, dew on, on the windows. And I know that little brush on inside the door is supposed to do it, but it just never seems to work. Um, that he's, he. Have you ever been out and the dew dropped or came up or whichever way it comes and, 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 and your clothes are, are all wet you know may, maybe when you're deer hunting Bobby, you know you get out there early and it just just settles on you. But this is day after day after day for seven periods of time Nebuchadnezzar. I'm thinking. I don't know for sure, but Daniel was his number one man. Like, so he's he, Daniel probably was still in a position to um, to, to, to rule in his place, and, and somebody else, whether it was a general or one of his sons, but that he was protected. You know, the army didn't revolt and put in their guy. That God protected him. That band of iron and. Uh, And bronze around him and the root was still there. I think Daniel, as Daniel was placed in position to help prepare for the the two other periods of exile, groups of exiles that came to Babylon after he did, I think Daniel was put there to protect this pagan Gentile king uh, that, that God put him there. So, We don't really know, Bob. I don't really know. That was a long answer for something that I don't know. (laughs) What do we glean from from this? I
1: think the last sentence
0: on thirty-seven. I want to. I know it ends in thirty-seven. Those Those who walk in in pride, He is able to humble. Yeah, that, that Daniel said that. And 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 now he know he knew that before, and now he's even seeing it in a in a in a literal sense. Um let me see who, who said this before I mis misquote. Oh, as Ian Ian Dugood said that pride is one of the few sins that is still almost universally recognized. You know, you think of all the things that that we would think of as sin, but pride is still it eh, may be slipping a little bit, like, oh, it's really it's it's good to be, you need to have high self-esteem. Or or that, that pride can be uh, sometimes even even looked upon as as not a sin. But but for the most part we still look down even outside the church, what, he, what he's saying that that universally it's still recognized as as being wrong, and that that chapter four is 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 a, a journey from pride to humility via the a fall.
1: seven years, and that's why he was still protected, because everybody around him was still there protecting him. He was still the king, he didn't have the mental capacity to know what he was
0: doing. But I think he was also literally outside of the, you know, the palace, like, doing these things, That, but that they did protect him. Of what's going on. What's going on
1: around him, but put this pressure on to try to get understand, change your I don't
0: know. No, I think you're I he's think you're right.
1: How just out of nowhere and all of a it comes back seven later and still kind of in the same position His reason
0: returned, his reason returned. But what did he yeah, but where did all of that come from?
1: Oh I mean God caused it to happen.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm just saying I keep I mind I'm just trying to figure out how he lost his position, you know, physically to where he was kicked out of the castle with the house and you know, go live out in the field with the
0: animals. But he maybe he wasn't wasn't, I don't know. I think he was out in the field with the animals and living, you know, with 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 all those all those creatures. Did they kick him out, or did he go out there because he's like, "I'm a cow. What am I doing in here?" I think he was. I think he was crazy, and he went out on his own. But it it does show, and I think you said this God's protection of him. That stump was left in the ground. It's going to uh, to regrow, and and so it shows God's protection. But that he was. But then when did when did he when was he restored at God's chosen time? okay, because if you're crazy and you you're out there eating grass and and have you know all these other maladies associated all of a sudden God restored his reason too what is, is that is that, Is there a New Testament verse that Okay, it makes me think of you're saved by gr- grace, through faith. And what? That not of yourselves. What does that mean? That means that I didn't come up with this faith. God gave me this faith, you know. Um, it is a gift of God, at least any mention both. And that is a really a, that as bad of a paraphrase as the bulldozers in chapter 2. But um, so... Pride brought down Nebuchadnezzar. We're almost out of time. So quickly, and then you can ponder this and you can give me the answer next week. Or Do we debate or have a hard time with the fact that pride cometh before the fall? God is going to punish the prideful? We, we accept that and maybe even like that. Like, yeah, he's prideful. It's, I hope he gets what's due him. But why does God reward the humble? Why does God lift up the humble? You,
1: you know what I love with you? Oh, man. Old age. Isn't that right, right?
0: <laughs> <clears throat> and a lot of other things, too, but yeah.
1: Benny amazes me. I like his comments for sure. But I don't know if y'all have seen
0: his Bible. It's about the size of a postage stamp. <laughs> How can you read that? i got <laughs> He, I don't, yeah. I got the large print cuz yeah. yeah, he that's impressive that you know. Yeah. But he's got most of it memorized I mean, anyhow. It's less weight. And he knew some he, of he these people. The whole thing anyway.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. It's really he
0: he does have a lot of it memorized yeah. so.
1: Yo, yo thought that. <laughs> <laughs> lived among those
0: But when you lived among them, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: so, why does God exalt the humble? <laughs> Is there What was the first sin? Was it pride? Adam and Eve? What did the serpent say to them? You know, eat this and you'll be like God. It's like wanting to to
1: please
0: a woman. Yeah, so why do we still even try?
1: <laughs>
0: You're baiting me. <laughs> Let me me just read this from Philippians 2, starting in verse 5. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. That's, that's just a, a way of saying to God. A- and, and that unless we turn our eyes to Jesus, who paid the penalty for our pride, that original sin, that sin that, that all people experience or, or commit by humbling himself enough that he was God, but he, he said he, he didn't see that a thing to be grasped onto. He became a servant. He died on the cross. Unless our eyes are turned to him, that's why God exalts the humble, that that Christ is the ultimate humble picture of humility, and God has now exalted him by raising him from the dead and seating him at his right side, at his right hand. and And... and unless someone acknowledges that and looks to Christ that their fate is worse than than, than Nebuchadnezzar's any any other observations or brickbats I had a professor once he said you know any, any questions brick bats and it's like what's a brick bat and he said it's this thing that bricklayers used to break the bricks and it's like so he's he's like but i really don't want you to literally throw a brick bat at me you know but it was well let's pray and then then we'll go father we thank you for your mercy and your grace god we we thank you that in the fullness of time jesus came to be born of a woman to live among men that he humbled himself on our behalf to pay the penalty for for our sin and that any who look to him for salvation will receive it. God, just just give us uh, hearts and minds and desires to live for you and not ourselves, that your name would be lifted up in everything that we do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.